Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome to Better Living, a show about the people and organizations that make an impact in our area. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. It is Prostate Awareness Month. In studio today, Dr. Grant Redrow with USMD Arlington will help us to demystify this subject. Before we get to the good doctor, though, I'd like to welcome back a returning guest and group. T.D. Smyers is the president and CEO of the United Way of Tarrant County. It is great to see you again. How you been doing? Life's good. Thank you, man. Life does sound <laughs> it's, like it's going good. It's good to be back. All right. So last time that we talked, you were starting a project. Mm-hmm. Since we have talked, it's been about a year. You went through a complete transition. You have completed this project, and now we have the results. Mm-hmm. That's basically what we're going to talk about today. Great. It's before, a good story. Before we get to it, I do just want to go over what the United Way of Tarrant County is. What does the United Way do? Who are you guys? Okay, so United Way of Tarrant County is differentiated from other social sector agencies. And you'll hear me use the term social sector rather than nonprofit because I like to kind of focus on where our impact is, not what the finance model is. Uh, and so our social sector agencies that you're used to hearing about are the, the boots on the ground folks that are out there doing the work. Um, that's the specialty that we leave up to them. What the United Way of Tarrant County does is we provide convening leadership where it needs to happen to bring collaborations together, and we harness the resources of public philanthropy to tackle the toughest social challenges of Tar- in Tarrant County. So in that way, we become enablers, empowerers of those agencies and not competitive with them at all, but, uh, but a partner with them in, in their work. It's just a way to direct forces where they need to go is that that's a, a good way to say it's it? a great way to put it you know we're uh we're a force and a force multiplier would be the military term there you go uh, which uh, allows uh, a lot of agencies that do work in similar fields to come together be non-repetitive collaborative and you know frankly start getting to the root cause of some of the problems that have plagued us for decades that was really the big push between our behind our new strategy was to get away from just treating the symptoms of things we've been dealing with for decades and get to the root cause of those problems so we could start ending them it does seem to be uh, a push that a lot of organizations that i talk to are are all about now they are still doing the same stuff that they were doing they're addressing the problems that are presented to them but they're at a point where they're sick and tired of these problems continuing. Yeah. They see the symptoms because they are, as you said, the boots on the ground, and they want to affect change so they can get some movement in an, in a different direction, but in a positive way. Yeah, and we, we've embraced that. It's, it's important. What you bring up is really important to highlight because, yeah, there are people out there suffering today, and you can't leave that alone. You have to do something about people that are, uh, that are suffering, kids that need to learn, parents that need to get to work, need to get their kids to quality child care. That stuff is real, and it's today. The idea of uh, systems change, which is one of our systemic pillars, right, approaching the root cause of issues, The idea is this, as we peel off some funding and start putting it toward root causes of problems, if we're successful, 
eventually the amount of money we're having to put to those symptomatic solutions decreases. So the idea is that we kind of put ourselves out of business in things like veteran homelessness, for example, which we may wind up talking about, it, things like that. That's how we have uh, decided United Way needs to be focused. Because every community has great agencies that do great work. I mean, the noblest people out there, boots on the ground, pouring themselves out of the community. What they often need, though, are resources or somebody who's outside of the immediate fight that can now be a convener, bring other people to the table. There's a saying I like to use is we're not going to social sector our way. We're not going to social service our way to a solution in anything. It's going to require government cooperation. It's going to require private sector power. And so when we bring those three power sectors together, social, private, and government, uh, we can start crushing stuff that's plagued us for a long time. North Texas seems to be on the cutting edge of this whole entire sector. The the organizations that I talk to that are, most of them are nonprofits and charities. That's not what you guys are, as you mentioned. I like you made that distinction. But it, it does seem to be a hotbed for this type of work. Do I have that? correct? Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, I would say that's accurate. Um, there are some other, in, in our space, United Way, United Way is a, is a, the neat thing about United Way is it's not like an enterprise. Uh, we don't, United Way Worldwide is not our parent company, you know, we, and we kind of, you know, operate under them. United Ways are a, a network and it's a network that, that allows complete autonomy in your locale. So we, as United Way of Tarrant County, can leverage the strength of a national brand and a national network where we can share best practices. And through that network, we've seen a number of United Ways across America that are doing pretty innovative things in their communities, in their socioeconomic setup. I mean, they're all different. You operate in a you could start saying, well, San Antonio is similar in size to Fort Worth or Tarrant County. Well, it is, but they're, the way that their uh, economy is broken, that's completely different. So they're going to have a different set of needs than we are. Um, Kansas City, you know, similar setup, completely different needs. So we've, we've tried to explore what are best practices that could apply to Tarrant County. But I think in general, there's a lot of innovation going on. It might be because it's so hot here in the summertime. We're just all indoors figuring out how to get this stuff done. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But but there is. There's a lot of innovation happening here. And uh, I've had friends and people that are operating uh, in, as leaders in the other sectors just kind of say it's kind of like the right leaders at the right time are talking to each other and making stuff happen here. The first two things on my list that you already mentioned were system changes and veterans funds. Yeah. System changes, it, that is maybe one of the more interesting things that you do, if not the most interesting, because it is really looking on a grand scale. Yeah. You are really trying to affect change on, I, I don't know a better way to say it, on a large scale. Mm -hmm. That's tough to do, and I, I think it's even hard to approach sometimes. How do you as an organization and a leader get to that point where you say we're ready to start taking this stuff on? So the first step was to identify some resources that we could bring to the fight. Okay, a certain amount of the resources that the United Way collects in its community fund is going to be set aside for systemic change for approaching those things. So step one, get the resources uh, and, and set them in a bin for that particular function. Step two is allow only collaboratives to apply for that. No single agency can apply for that. And this is very strategic because in a collaboration, now you bring in skill sets that that one agency won't have. And they're required now to reach outside their comfort zone 
to play not to their own self-interest, but to a community self-interest. Because systems change is really about moving away from things that help and support and treat just the individual and start moving towards things that change the entire system for an entire community or a region. And so um, in those two ways, we started to move that needle. We uh, gave about 1.4 million bucks over the last couple of years to systems change initiatives, inclusive of this year. And those system change initiatives have been things that, that changed the environment in which kids learn, the environment in which older Americans tend to get isolated socially that, that struggle with dementia. There are systems that play into that, things that are, you know, uh, housing opportunities, transportation, isolation, these big things that, that chambers of commerce deal with that we now find ourselves players in because they're part of the system in which people suffer, part of the system in which people learn and earn. And so that's been a, a real big focus of ours. And the initial foray, 1.4 million doesn't sound like a lot initially, uh, but it's the it's getting people used to the idea of this is how you come and get those resources. And as we've seen collaborations grow, people are getting more savvy about it. And and frankly, in a couple of small areas, they're starting to see results already. Hmm. And so they're like, wow, when we focus on the root causes of problems, we're starting to see stuff end quickly. We're starting to see things get better for people on a grand scale very quickly. And so uh, we're real hopeful that as time goes on and our coffers grow from people seeing more relevance in what United Way does and wanting to be more of a part of it, that we'll have even more resources to allocate that way. Strategically, is this where you want the organization to go? Will the United Way of Tarrant County years down the road be focusing much more on things like system changes as opposed to whatever else you guys are working on? I believe so, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Um, we, you mentioned our community assessment, and the last time you and I talked, uh, we had created a new strategy and a new culture within the organization, even a new organizational structure. Now we needed to get the, the data, the data points. What does the community need? Our community, not, not generic communities across America. And when we did that, we came up with our top five focus areas. And there's some overlap between those areas and what a traditional United Way does. Traditional United Way would sit in here and tell you we focus on education, income, and health. Well, those are pretty broad bins of activity. <laughs> you know, I've, I've even, I mean, we had it's a, big. It's big, right? And, and you're like, okay, so what does that mean? Um, we had sponsored a, an event, a running event, and there was a tent that said that on top, education, income, and health. And I made a point of standing outside that tent and asking people, passers-by, okay, I'm with United Way. There's what we do. What does that, what does that tell you? And no, but they were, are you, are you fun teachers? I don't, you, you doctors without borders? I don't know what you do. Education, income, and health, what does that mean? And so um, what we sought to do with our assessment was to put real, no kidding, actionable um uh, areas under those. So, for example, when you talk about health, that's an overlap area that our assessment brought up, but it focused it on some pretty key areas, wellness initiatives and mental health initiatives, areas that we know routinely affect everything from homelessness to employability to, th you know, things that are systemic. Um, in in the health sector, we've seen uh, the, the, the need to also focus on the senior population, the aging population, where social determinants of health will cause them to be isolated and, and not get the help they need, especially if they're struggling from things like Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, education, we've seen the need to focus incre increasingly on that early childhood development piece. And other initiatives are happening in great places in Tarrant County that focus on third grade reading and, and college and career readiness. 
Focusing on that early childhood piece, though, becomes systemic. It's not only helping a child be ready for school when they get there, but it's helping that working father or mother find the correct child care where their, their child will get that kind of early childhood development yeah. on the way up. It's, it's, it, it, it applies across the uh, spectrum of financial and social needs. So, yeah, I think you'll see the United Way of Tarrant County continue looking at systemic change. But as we start conquering some of these things, and as a community getting better at them, you'll see us change focus to those things that now need attention. The young and the old. Yeah. Were they overlooked or are they a huge source of issues and problems that once you address them, it's going to make life easier for everybody? Yeah, I don't think they were overlooked because we have some agencies that have been just working diligently for those populations. The problem is we've approached it in a very stovepiped way. You know, if you started, if you, you've had a bunch of, of nonprofits or social sector agencies oh, yeah. in there, and they'll sit there and they'll tell you what they do. We help kids be ready to read at the third grade level. We help seniors that are struggling with isolation and dementia. The, that's what they do. So if you, if you look at that, if you step back and look at that from a sector view, the 30,000 foot view, you're like, man, that's specific area here. What happens if we take children as part of their development and mix them with a, a population of seniors that, that suffer from isolation. Now you've got this cross-generational opportunity for generations to learn from each other and grow as community. That's the kind of stuff that a United Way ought to be focusing on, is resourcing the best of what those agencies do in their swim lanes, but optimizing the crosstalk so that we can get to those, what I call horizontal things, the things that move horizontally through all those stovepipes mm. to make everybody's life better. Real quick, I understand that you guys revamped the website? It's uh, unitedwaytarrant.org is our website, and it's redesigned, so it's really easy to get to everything we do on there, whether it's the results of our assessment or we've got uh, Colonel, our social innovation initiative year four is coming up in the first week of November. Uh, we've got some uh, opportunities coming up in the spring where we're convening uh, Dan Pallotta, who's a thought leader in this space. Uh, in terms of uh, really empowering social sector efforts coming to town. So all that stuff's easy to follow uh, from our website, unitedwaytarrant.org. T.D. Smyers is the president and CEO of the United Way Tarrant County. Let's start really diving into the community assessment study. Sure. This yeah. took over a year for you guys to complete. What was the goal of this project? We built a strategy that told us why we needed to exist for the community and how we were going to do our work. And I've kind of talked about that in the first part of this this uh, this session. Now what we needed was what are we going to attack? You know, what, what are you going to do? You know, the why, how, and what. And so the what needed data. We needed to get some information about what Tarrant County needed specifically. Not generically what communities need, but what Tarrant County needed specifically. So the assessment was designed from the beginning to give us that what. And we didn't have any preconceived notions about what it was going to kick out, what the actual uh, areas that we needed to focus on would be. We were wide open to whatever they were. And as they came out, we saw some things that surprised us and some things that didn't surprise us. I wanted to ask about how far off you guys were before and after you got this assessment. Did you feel that you were in the right lane, but you just need a little bit more direction? Or as you were just mentioning, was it truly surprising? So it was uh, about... Um, 
maybe 60%. We were in the right area, but we needed to be more specific and targeted in our focus. And then a couple of new swim lanes opened up for us completely. For example, the the United Way of Tarrant County had not been really involved a lot in homelessness. We had done some work on behalf of the city in terms of uh, enabling a, a long-term effort toward helping alleviate homelessness in Tarrant County. But that was pretty much as an administrative function. Systemically, we had not been really engaged in in the homelessness piece. When, what the assessment showed us, though, was that homelessness is a, is part of a bigger problem involving affordable housing shortages in the area that affect a, a larger demographic of the economy. Working Americans, the working poor, you know, there are a lot of people affected by a lack of affordable housing in different socioeconomic strata. So that showed us, okay, that's an area we need to focus on because that's systemic. That keeps people from being able to find good jobs in the areas that they live. Back to system changes. You got it. So homelessness and affordable housing is one area that opened up for us. Another one that you don't see social sector agencies in a lot is transportation. But in the western part of the metroplex, transportation and the lack of public transportation is a big is a big deal. And people look at me and they're, they're like, what is a United Way going to do in transportation? I mean, I, sure, we're not going to be out there developing the next autonomous air vehicle. That's not what we do. But what we can do are things like, okay, what, what can we do to control or subsidize the price point for certain people that need to be able to reach, drop their child off at quality child care, then attend the, their office, their job, they go to their work, and then they've got to attend to an aging parent afterwards. What can we do to help make that easier and more affordable within the construct of public transportation? And how can we advise those who are working the infrastructure piece to create models that are friendly and equitable for access to everybody? Did you guys find anything out about what public transportation would work best for this area? Everything is so far spread out in North Texas. It's nearly impossible to live without a car here. And for those that don't, they know how hard it can be to use public transportation. Did you see anything about what would work best for this area? Yeah, we, got some, a good solution? we got some insight into probably the most uh, wide gap in that thing, and that's this what's called the last mile. Um, there, there are connections between hubs that connect people between you know transit hubs. You get off the train, you get onto a bus, then you go to a bus stop. Well, once you get to the bus station, now you've got to walk half a mile or something to get to your your work maybe or longer than that and so this term the last mile is a big gap in our current structure but it's also a huge opportunity if we can use some decentralized methods of transit you know think uber lyft those kind of things the experiment that arlington is doing in via fort worth is now partnered with them as well to create a a similar uh, pilot project in fort worth you've got an opportunity now to provide somebody with end-to-end transit. The opportunities for us are in both subsidizing that effort for certain parts of the population, like I've discussed earlier, or how about this? How about we participate and maybe even fund in development of an app that makes one-stop shopping that gets you through that whole system from when you depart in the morning till you return in the evening and make one payment, and that, that payment and price point can be managed. Those are the kind of things that we saw as our opportunities from the assessment. With as much information as you're getting from an assessment like this, is it hard to 
pick and choose what you're actually going to work on. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Because uh, we're, we're talking yeah. about a lot of different yeah. stuff, and they're yeah. all easily stuff that you, uh, one organization could only work on. Yeah. So we're here's how we're approaching it. First of all, we took the, the top five. You know, we had the assessment come to us, and part of the assessment was recommending us the things that need attention most urgently. And those things... Um, some of them, as I said, weren't necessarily surprises. They were areas that are pretty common to the basic underlying foundations of people being economically resilient in a community, right? Education. Okay, great. Education. But in education, let's specifically look at where the most need is, early childhood, right? In in health. Okay, great. Everybody's got to be healthy. But what are some specific areas? Mental health and mental illness. Um, income. Financial stability. What, what, what kinds of things would affect that? Well, that's where transportation comes in. That's where affordable housing comes in. So we started seeing the opportunities that, that were new and how we could leverage those into some of the more longstanding initiatives that United Way has been shooting for. The other thing that was uh, not really surprising was safety net. The, the concept of maintaining an, an, an ability to serve those who temporarily fall through the cracks. They've had a, a, an injury in the family. Maybe the primary breadwinner is injured or they've had a catastrophic uh, transportation failure or something like that. So we've maintained support for that safety net. And the assessment told us it was important to do that. It identified lots of other areas that we deal with. And, you know, they're emotionally, some of them are really tugging like, like uh, human trafficking. You know, that's an issue in North Texas, and it's, a, and it's an issue that pulls on everybody. So we're starting to explore some opportunities to create kind of a special operations branch, if you will, that, that deals with some things like that that aren't necessarily as economically systemic as some of the other things we've talked about, but they're issues that our community really needs to get a handle on. You're, it's like you're reading off my notes. Safety net was one of the things that I was going to ask about, and then also scalable community mm-hmm. change, looking to just grow are you looking to grow communities financially, educationally, spiritually? What does a community need and the idea of it being scalable? So the, the cool part about that is the United Way is really relying on the community to come to us with the potential answers to those questions. In other words, we put out the, the RFPs, the requests for proposals for these different bins of funding. And, and we've stated them, but just to be really clear how it kind of the hierarchy is, right? Systems change funding is meant to be col- collaborations coming after resources to attack root problems. The next pot of money you refer to is scalable community change. Things that have been proven to work, evidence-based programs that agencies are now looking to scale so that they're applied to whole communities and not just small groups of people. And then the third pot is traditional safety net funding, funding out there for people who suffer today Mm -hmm. and being able to wrap our arms around them and take care of them. So, And we have several agencies that may be part of applying for funding in all three of those pots. It's really not about a pot that's just relegated to an agency. It's these are areas that we believe – the answers can be, this is a framework that we believe the answers can be developed on. And these are the five areas that our assessment has told us are important. Uh, you know, housing, transportation, mental illness, um, safety net, and let's see, what am I leaving out there? And early childhood development and education. So these are the areas that our assessment has told us are so important. So these are the ones we're going to prioritize. But come to us with your awesome ideas and let's see what you got. Right. And maybe we can come back and say, this is really good. Could you tweak it like this and maybe approach these two problems? So we've really built a process that's collaborative 
with the community instead of just throwing up there something that says, here, meet our standards and we'll give you money. It's it's let's be let's make this a conversation because we know the expertise isn't necessarily inside our walls. Mm -hmm. We want to we want to optimize the expertise of the community. It's all it's out there. People that have been working with a homeless population for decades, people that have been devoted to helping kids learn their entire lifetimes. These are the people who we need to be collaborative with. So we've built an allocation process that makes that a conversation. That's why you said the organization does well, because you listen to the needs of the specific yeah. community, not what San Antonio needs, what we need. That's right. When you're looking at a project that's going to take over a year, mm -hmm. and I'm sure this was not cheap, getting to that point where the organization decides to undertake this, was that a big deal for you guys? Were there people that were dragging their feet? Did you know how much of an impact this was going to have on the organization no and I, we still don't know i don't think i mean it's a developing thing we we had hoped it would be successful and we've seen evidence of success already um one of them is really exciting uh, after you know one of the really reasons that united way needed to change was revenue i mean people were not coming to united way to solve problems for for a long time is it because it's a misunderstood organization uh, i think it was probably because it was an organization that was uh, a little bit maybe dealing with an antiquated model Philanthropy was changing. How people interacted with their passions were changing. And how people saw their workplace as an opportunity to give or not to was changing. So we've brought in the concept of public philanthropy. Our traditional United Way campaign is a big part of our total revenue, but it's not exclusive to our total revenue. We do agreements with other small nonprofits where we provide back office services for them, and then we recover that cost from them. They get the services a lot cheaper than they would through by paying you know somebody through a private sector to do that for them, and we get the benefit of having a strong nonprofit grow in the community. That creates a revenue stream for us. Um, one thing that I'd, I'd love to talk about for a minute is a cool initiative that we entered into, a joint venture with Leadership Fort Worth uh, called Board Build. And Board Build is an entirely new way to train board members through interactive video training that, that's you know, interactive. There's quizzes involved and everything. And it's presented by one of the top improv comedy troops in America, Four Day Weekend. And so you've got this incredibly entertaining way to do what had been a really dry topic and train an entire community's board members on what it means to be a philanthropist, an ambassador, how to conduct yourself as a board member, uh, how not to interfere with management. It's kind of important to me. You know, <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. So, but we, we've that's launched. That's that's active today, and there are hundreds of people already involved in that program. So this is a revenue stream for us. It's a subscription-based service that comes in, and Leadership Fort Worth and United Way of Tarrant County both benefit from those subscriptions. So, what you've got is a need to diversify revenue beyond the traditional campaign and that's what we've done so when we talk about our total revenue uh, target for next year it's 21.6 million and that's inclusive of uh, some grant work we're getting done the campaign and uh, non-traditional revenue streams like board build it really sounds like the organization is <clears throat> just starting to push the direction into the future that this is really setting you guys up for Possibly decades. Yeah, I believe so. As a matter of fact, um, part of the initiative over the next couple of years, 2022 is our centennial. Uh, United Way of Tarrant County will be 100 years old in 2022. And so you'll be hearing an initiative coming out very soon to start looking at an endowment campaign during that time that would build an endowment large enough to perpetually fund United Way's operations so that every dime, whether it comes in from a foundation, an individual, a corporation, whatever, it gets allocated to the community. 
competitively in a base, all of it. And so that's a very powerful place to be and, and a place where, uh, where we're looking to vector the organization. So you're right. This is the beginning of a very intentional, phased, planned change and evolution over time. I think the most beautiful part of it is that we're doing it with agility. We're not saying we have all the answers of what it's going to look like. We're saying, community, keep us, keep talking to us. We open up these avenues. We put out these RFPs. We start pushing initiatives like equity and diversity and inclusion out there and all of the answers to the RFPs. And we're like, talk to us and help us figure this out together. And uh, I think that way is, that's the right way to evolve a community-based organization like United Way. We got to wrap it up, but before we do, you are heading out the door. So, is this, you just said it all, is this an exciting time to leave? Or is it kind of a sad time to leave? Well, I mean, it's a, it's it's both, and here's why. Um, you are retiring, is what I'm, we're I'm, I'm retiring. To. Yeah, I'm retiring. I'm, my wife and I are sailing off into the sunrise, as it were, because we're heading east initially uh, out of Florida. But we're going to live on a, a sailboat, a sailing cabin. It sounds terrible. It's 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 a what's well, a different way to retire? A lot of people look to retire <laughs> to a life of comfort. We're looking to a life of adventure. I, I tell people it's alternately terror and bliss. But, it's going to uh, be amazing. It yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But the 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 situation that you know of Tarrant County is exciting because, hey, I am blessed to work with some of the most talented executives I've ever worked with in my career. And, and as you and I know, I've, I've worked in three three different economic sectors. I spent 31 years as a naval officer, commanded a squadron, commanded a, a, a joint base, joint air station. And this group of executives I have, Leah King, our chief operating officer, is, is brilliant and is, is definitely the, the future of United Way here. Uh, Michelle Blyberg, our chief marketing communications officer, lives here in Dallas, as a matter of fact, uh, has done great things to recast our message. Uh, Beth Watson, our chief human resources officer, has redeveloped our culture, the way we attract and retain talent, how we develop that talent and do performance reporting. Uh, and then Jeff Allison uh, is our CFO, is brilliant. Board build, uh, all of this new finance model that we've built, this frictionless giving, and empowering and enabling this frictionless giving, where at United Way of Tarrant County, there is no fee on any designated gift that comes through. You know, $6 million came through in designated gifts. All $6 million of it went exactly where it was designated. Empowering all that stuff, uh, you know, takes a pretty smart finance brain to do that. And these folks are, are smart. They work together great. And it's a super uh, organization. We we turned a 6% increase in revenue year over year. The first time that's happened in 20 years. And so it's an exciting time because we're on a bounce. We've got a lot of momentum. We're doing exciting things, and the right people are in place to continue it. That's what I'm hearing. The organization is the United Way of Tarrant County. You can find them online at unitedwaytarrant.org. I have been speaking with their president and CEO for a short while longer, (laughs) T.D. Smyers. Congratulations on the organization, and I wish you the best of luck on your adventures. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate the opportunity. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.